So, listen, here are the rules of dealing with the IRS. I'm going to be acting as your one-time power of attorney on this. Okay, can, can I have the primary social security number, please? Wait, don't you have my social security number? Is, uh, this is the IRS. Yeah. Yeah. You'll, they'll check your, your uh, address and probably your social, maybe your date of birth, okay? They'll have some questions for you about this. Yeah, so but... They can verify that you're you. But wait, hold on. Hold, whoa, hold, hold, wait, well, hold it. You're listening to the Just Sayin' Podcast, offering conversations with experts that will educate, inform, and entertain. Here's your host of the Just Sayin' Podcast, Charlie Cornaccio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Just Sayin' Podcast. Today's podcast is a public service announcement warning against tax scams. I recently received this in the mail. It's a distraint warrant from the Tax Processing Unit of New York State in the amount of $24,431, requesting the balance be paid in full. And if that amount is not paid in full, that the federal tax authorities will take everything that I own. They'll put a lien on my house, on my property. They'll garnish my salary. They'll seize my bank accounts, my tax refunds. They'll even take my dog if I don't pay this in full. So it looks pretty legit. And I have to admit, I was a little intimidated by this notice when I first received it. I couldn't remember owing that much money. So I attached it in an email and sent it to my accountant, Ken Mann. About an hour later, Ken replies with the words, it's a scam. Well, I immediately felt relieved, but I asked him how he knows this. His response was, we know a lot because we've seen a lot. Bump, ba dum bum 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 Ken said that uh, I should call them and have some fun with it. So I took his advice. And here's what we got. A scam. But a little unnerving because I had good advice and fair warning. But if you didn't or these people got to your parents, could be a different story. The guy on the phone sounded very convincing, sort of a friendly, I'm your guy, I'm in your corner. And here's the scheme. The object is to try and scare you and then look as if they're working on your behalf to negotiate a lower payment that you could afford with your disposable income. So listen how he establishes himself as my guy and how he's going to work on my behalf with the IRS and then goes through my entire financials to figure out how much money I make and how much I pay out so he can figure out what's left and I get to have some fun with him, make him feel like I really trust him Anyway, here's how the call went. Are you calling about a letter you received? Uh, yes, I am. You are? Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. We sent you that notice to let you know that a lien had been filed on you in the public records. Unfortunately. Uh, usually means that additional government collection action will begin pretty soon if that hasn't happened already. Um, We're a tax firm consisting of private tax attorneys, lawyers, uh, CPAs, enrolled agents. So we remove liens substantially lower balances of taxes owed. Sir, how much does it say you owe on there? Is there an amount? Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Um, it sounds like it's big. Yeah. $24,431. Okay. And, and it's, it's saying Did that the balance has to be paid in full. Um... I would say take a breath on that one. Right? You know, it's unlikely you'd be able to pay this in full. It sounds like so. No. You know, just so you're aware, 
because of our bar certifications and what are called cash numbers, we have a special practitioner line directly to the IRS. Okay, so if we needed to dig under the hood and find out what's going on, we could always just call the IRS, be on hold for three minutes max. What's, um, are you retired? I just retired, yeah. I was working. All right, so you're in a, a substantially better position right now because of your age. The IRS uh, does discriminate on age. Thank God. Okay? Hmm. That can be really helpful for us sometimes, but it's not a, it's not what we call a gimme, an automatic uh, given. Okay? Okay. So is this from you personally? Is it just time for you to retire? Or More what? like it was time for me to retire. You know, I have 11 grand, grandkids. I wanted to spend more time with the grandkids and, right. you know, just do that. So try and get into fly fishing is something I always wanted to do. You know, so, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope uh, hope for Christmas they get some T-shirts. You get them all some T-shirts that have their names on it so you can keep them straight. <laughs> grandkids. As soon as the memory starts to go, you'll just be calling them all the same name. Yeah, right. That hap <laughs> that happens sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well, we'll help you figure this out. We needed you and I could jump on with the IRS. What's the income look like at this point? I mean, do you do you have income? And is this usually your best number? Five, six? Yes. Uh, my name's Gavin. G-A-V-I-N. Gavin. Where are you? Okay, so... Uh, well, we're a nationwide company, but I'm in downtown Los Angeles right now. Because of COVID, we all sort of came together at the home office uh, just because we can't have people walking in. This isn't Gavin around, Gavin know. Newsom, is it? Is Gavin Newsom? I'm absolutely not. No, sir. Somebody named Gavin absolutely. Newsom in, uh, in California. Yeah, no, no, I'm not him at all. I heard that. <laughs> I heard that name. Very right? different. All right, okay, sorry. Very. So... The IRS looks at you uh, in terms of collectability, okay? How much is left over at the end of the month? And you and I will just run a couple numbers and figure out what that looks like in case they do ask you for money. Uh, just as a reminder, I'm a senior, senior tax consultant here um, at a firm that consists of tax attorneys, how old are agents, you? CPAs. How, how old are you? Uh, probably 100. What's that, sir? How old are you? Me at 45. Oh, you're not a senior? I'm a senior. I'm a senior. <laughs> I'm a senior to the kids. How much are you paying on your mortgage? And then uh, just your property tax and homeowners insurance wrapped up in that? You guys use natural gas to heat? You've got oil? Yeah. Okay. Right. How much are you paying on the on the oil for heating? We'll call it sixty seven. Just amortizing over the year. What about electricity? What are you paying on electricity? And water, sewer, trash, are those wrapped up together? And then what about phone? What's that look like? Uh, my phone bill's too high. Cell phone? Cell phone. I make calls to my friends and my grandkids and stuff. Okay. My kids got, oh, okay. got it for well, me. A... Yeah. Okay. But what about car? Do you have a car payment? And then uh, gasoline. What are you paying on gasoline right now? I can't go sense. anywhere. Can't see anybody. Can't do anything. Okay. And then what about insurance? Like what kind of insurance? Oh, sorry. Car insurance. Oh, car insurance. I got a good plan. What about health insurance? 
plan A and B. Then I got plan D. And then I have plan F. Prescriptions and co-pays, is that sort of wrapped up in that number? And then uh, what about, are you in a payment plan with the state or anything as far as taxation goes? Whole life insurance, term life insurance, anything like that? No, I have no insurance. We're talking about income just really quickly here. What, uh, what's Social Security paying you every month? Why are we doing all this? What's that, sir? Why are we doing oh, all yeah, this? Yeah, good question. Here's, here's the point, and, and I, I alluded to this prior. What I'm trying to figure out is something called disposable income. What's left over at the end of the month? Yeah, that's what the IRS uses, you know. The, the IRS uses uh, disposable income as a basis for whatever offers are available. All right, so, but wait, um, a, wait a second. So if I owe this money to the IRS, how right. come the IRS hasn't contacted me? How come I got something? Uh, normally they would have. That's why it's confusing to me. Because I was told. You want to jump on the call with the IRS? What'd you say? You can find out. You want to jump on a call with the IRS? We can find out right now. Yeah. What sure. they're claiming. Sure. Yeah, okay. Let's do it. All right. So all of that leads up to this, the call to the IRS. And this is where they will make a deal and reduce the amount that I owe based on the financial info that I gave Gavin. So at this point, He's going to patch us into the IRS and try to make it sound as legit as possible. First, he'll set some ground rules with me where I should let him do the talking and I should only write down questions, but I shouldn't say anything. And then you'll hear him push a series of buttons to make it look like he's actually calling someone. You'll hear a realistic sounding IRS operator momentarily put on hold and then a coworker probably from the next cubicle gets on the phone call as the IRS and oh my wife is in the background preparing dinner anyway so here's the IRS call you want to jump on a call with the IRS we can find out right now yeah what sure. they're claiming sure yeah okay let's do it so listen here are the rules of dealing with the IRS i'm going to be acting as your one time power of attorney on this uh, the rules of dealing with the IRS we don't we're not there to negotiate we're not there to admit anything we're not there to tell them we're sorry or tell our side of the story. Uh, and we're definitely never there to argue with them. Uh, we're just there to listen to what they have to say, find out what they're claiming. If it's zero, which I don't expect it to be, but it could be, uh, fantastic. Whatever questions you have, just write them down. Okay, and, and then when, once we hang up, um, I'll just call you right back and we can go over that together. Okay, I can translate for you because we'll be talking IRS speak. Um, you know, it takes me three minutes to get through. Yesterday, it was like 30 seconds. It was pretty darn fast. So, um, like almost too fast, <laughs> you know? So, I would say, uh, you know, we, it's better to, I'd rather deal with good people over there, and there are plenty of them, uh, than, you know, some someone who's maybe having a bad day. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. All right. So, okay, great. I'm going to call over right now. Bear with me. All right. To the IRS ACS collections line for individuals, please enter your 12-digit PIN number. Thank you. The approximate and queue hold time is 3 minutes. Press 1 to connect to the IRS. Hi, Charles, you make it through? I'm here. You there? Yeah. Oh, okay, great. 
Don't you have my social security number? Is uh, this is the IRS. Yeah. Yeah. You'll, they'll check your, your uh, address and probably your social, maybe your date of birth, okay? They'll have some questions for you about this. Yeah, so but... they can verify that you're you. But wait, hold on. Hold, whoa, hold, hold, wait. Well, hold it. If... Sir, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak with a client really quickly here. I, I think maybe he's a little nervous. Um... Okay, not a problem. Is that okay? And we can call back for verbal disclosure yes. at the time. Um, thank you so much for your help. Okay, sir. not Appreciate a problem. It. All right. Bye. You're welcome. Y'all have a great afternoon. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh. Oh, hold on. All right. So, he just hung up. So, we'll see if he calls me back. Maybe he hung up because he was disconnecting the other guy and hung up on me. Unknown caller. There he is. Huntington Park, California. Hello? Hi, Charles. Yeah? That was an agent at the IRS. Um, <laughs> so I guess he was like, oh, uh, you don't want to tell me who you are? <laughs> so. Well, uh, I, I was, listen, yeah. listen, um, Gavin. Sure. I was... I was told uh, by my kids uh, that, that I should never give my social security number over the phone to any, oh, to uh, any. You know, normally I would agree with you 100%. I mean, but this is literally a law enforcement agency that was pulling up your records. So they keep track of you with your social. Well, um, then, then they must. That's how they know who you are. Then they must have it. I mean, they don't even know who they're talking to yet. Um, right. They just know me. And, and our company because of the bar certifications and the CAF number. So when you hear me plugging in numbers, those are numbers that you can only get if you're uh, tax lawyers. No, I understand that. I'm just saying, if they have Charles, my... it sounds like maybe... If they have my, I, I, if they have my number... Wait a, wait a second. If they have my, my Social Security number, then they know who I am. And why would I be an right. imposter looking to pay $24,000? I... I don't know anybody who would do that. I think maybe we're misunderstanding the, the goal here. Um, the point of being on with the IRS is to find out exactly how much you do owe them right now and why. And has any of this expired? Um, why are you know why was this lien filed? Do we even know? So that's that's what that call was about. Um, not to write them a check for $24,000. That would be irresponsible for everybody. 
even if you had it sitting there in a bank account. Um, I mean, did you still want to know why you owed all this money? Yeah, I do, but I don't. I I don't. I don't want to give out information. If if this is from the IRS, then they have my information. Right, but they don't know who they're talking to. So they're, typically, able to. so Gavin, like a military ID, Gavin, you know, they don't know who they're talking to. Gavin, typically, somebody will say, "Can I have the last four numbers of your social?" Because they already have my number, and then I give it to hey, them. Hey Charles, uh, listen, I want to help you out here. I realize that's not going to happen, and to be honest with you, I've missed calls from a few of my clients who I really have been trying to find some time for. I'm going to let you call the IRS. Give me a call back, okay? I've got one calling in right now. I don't want to be rude, but I, I do want to take her call, okay? So, you, best, so, you, so you're not going to help me. So there it is. They were going for my social security number and probably my bank account. But once again, Gavin saw that it wasn't going as well as he had hoped and there was going to be some resistance. So once they got to the social security number, I wasn't buying it. He got off the call to get to the next scam, but think how it might've gone with an unsuspecting individual, say an aunt or an uncle or your parents or your grandparents. It's happening and you have to safeguard yourself and your loved ones because these scams happen all year round. They spike during tax season, but they happen all year round. And the internet has made it so much easier for these scammers to get to you. So Forbes put out a list of cautions, be diligent, with your passwords, never give out your social security number. And if you think you are the victim of a tax fraud or a scam, report it to the irs.gov. Now this was a taxpayer advocate service scam where they make it seem like they're gonna to go to bat for you, but are they just trying to get valuable and sensitive information? That's what you have to be aware of. Anyway, hopefully that helped. That will do it for this edition of the Just Saying Podcast. That was fun. Be sure to subscribe to our channel, never miss an episode, and also check out my book, How I Met My Mother and the Four Brothers I Never Knew I Had. You can find it on Amazon or wherever you get your online books. In the meantime, stay safe, be kind, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Just Saying Podcast. 